Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked on Spartans. It is Tuesday, October 8th, 2019. I'm your host, Will Hunter. Thanks so much for joining me on today's episode. No intro today. We didn't go yesterday. We didn't go today. No intro. We don't deserve it. We don't deserve to have that exciting, awesome introduction to the podcast. Joining me, as has become tradition, uh, a weekly staple here for an entire show, is Matt Sheehan of The Only Colors. Matt, how you doing, bud? I'm here. <laughs> You're doing okay. I'm fine, yeah. <laughs> it was overall a good weekend, except for that four-hour pocket on Saturday. Um, good. Other than that, yeah. Well, well I'm glad you could... Find some perspective in life. We're trying. I mean, it's it's not easy all the time, um, but we're trying, and that's all we can do in this life. That's yeah. That's that's just that's a sign of growth, buddy. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of me too. Thanks, Will. I appreciate that. <laughs> Matt is here with us today. We are going to talk about the Ohio State game off the jump, and then after that, we're going to sort of dig into some stuff that I was talking about yesterday. Just kind of where MSU is at right now as a team and kind of as a program because they're kind of in a weird, interesting spot, and I think it's unfamiliar and scary and frustrating and a million other different things. So we're going to be leaving this podcast just very happy. (laughs) This is definitely a pick-me-up podcast we got coming to you. (laughs) We're going to do that, and then third segment, I'll figure out something we can do that's fun for the third segment. Well, well, at some point while you're talking, I'm just going to stop listening to you Mm because honestly, when you talk, I just wait till it's my turn to talk. Yeah, right. I don't blame you at all fair and understandable it's probably what the um, listeners do too they're like all right yeah give, give, give me back okay, well why okay, is this okay. a-hole even back on uh okay, okay. and ah, there's will again <laughs> uh i'll think of something fun we can do okay um but that's the plan for today's show we're gonna we're gonna get after her and it's gonna be a 17 hour podcast because yeah probably <laughs> you got a lot of stuff to talk about yeah uh reminder to rate review and subscribe to the show if you don't subscribe Already, subscribing is the easiest way to get these episodes to your phone every single day. Uh, I was I tweeted this out, Matt. Mm-hmm. I can always tell when Michigan State has played bad because mm-hmm. the listenership to this show on Monday drops a, a cool 30%. Oh, wow. 30. That's strong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And cool. it happened like from the Friday previous to, um, to the Monday show. And it's always somewhat of a build mm-hmm. because... People will catch up later in the week or listen to Friday show Saturday, drive into the game, stuff like that. Yeah. It always, there's a steady build. Um, but the drop from Friday to Monday is usually, I don't know, 5%. It's small. Is this your um, way of telling me that, like, I should stop coming on? Is this, is this the, <laughs> no, no, no. the, the, the slow no. burn to, <laughs> no. to this? No, because you're on Tuesday's show. Oh, that's the, right. It's the, it's the, yeah, it's the Monday show that takes a big hit. Yeah. Th- days think, are hard. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, after Arizona State, it happened, and and it's happened uh, yesterday with the uh, the Monday Ohio State show. People were just like, I don't even want to hear anything about Michigan State. Yeah, I can't blame them, but like, I think I cut against the grain. Like, whenever something bad, like I, I want to hear about it. Like when when it's good, I might miss that show. It's like ah, what great, what what can be said? You know, I, I kind of, I guess this is my way of saying I'm kind of a masochist. So yeah, and you know what, I don't feed that. Um, yeah. like Mike Valeni or something. Like he, I am a listener he, of his. Yes. Yeah. Uh, to a surprise lives, of no one. <laughs> his show lives for disappointing Michigan state performances. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, it's like, 
And that's his thing. Whatever. No, nothing against it. That's just not my right. He's got the market cornered on that. Yeah. yeah. If if you want to come to this show on a Monday looking to hear some venting and like let's anger our way through this, mm-hmm. this is not the right show. Yeah. And I don't think uh, you bring perspective, which is unusual. Yeah. In, which in this is market. Yeah. You know what it is? Perspective is saved for Wednesdays. Okay. Like we gotta be. Uh, God, that would be a great shirt. Oh man. <laughs> Mondays wow. and Tuesdays, we're still mad. Yeah, I'm mad as hell. Perspective is for Wednesdays. The the lock on Spartans pod. It's oh, golden. Go. Hell Print yeah. the shirts. Print them. But um, yeah, it's just a funny little thing that I noticed um, in the listenership. But today it should pick up just a little bit as people start to get over uh, the loss. There, let's let's. I want to do this. I want to jump mm-hmm. right into your aneurysm moment of the day because I know what it is without even needing to ask you. Okay. Um, and that's the perfect jumping off point to talk about Ohio State. So give me your wild, I mean, aneurysm moment of the game. Uh, yeah, do you know what? Um, and it's weird because this play usually works. Um, it's when they went into Wildcat on second and eight um, after just one final breath of life was breathed yeah. back into the game. Just one final one. All right, we got the ball around midfield. We could score here. Make it like a 10-point game. That'd be pretty cool. Justin Fields' first interception of the year. Oh, man, who saw this coming? And three and out. Uh, just curtains closed right there on the spot after second and eight. Um, I thought, like, well, I'm going to shoot you straight. I, I had a beer during the game. <laughs> about every 10 minutes leading up to halftime. And mm-hmm. when they lined up Wildcat, I was like, well, okay, I've had too much because that looks like yeah. Eli Collins is lining up at running back <laughs> or at quarterback right now. Clearly it's time to, to put the, the can of Miller light down. And then, nope, nope, that's certainly what uh, precisely what happened. Uh, snapped it right to him and a shocking turn of events. Uh, it didn't work at all. That's crazy. That, that usually goes for at least a loss of one yard, not a loss of two yards. So I was very surprised to see that. I didn't even know that that was still in the playbook. I thought we were done. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I thought highly enough of Brad Salem, and Mm -hmm. I still do to some extent. It's one play call. Yeah, right. A really bad one, but just one. A really bad one, but you're going to get some stuff wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't try to judge play callers based on single individual moments like that. So I still have faith. That's big of you. Okay. But, But it's like... I don't know. It's like watching. I don't. I, I don't have a great metaphor. I should have thought of something. It's like watching something that you think is going to be really good. It's like watching someone relapse. Let's, let's just let's just call it how it is. It was it was just a bad bad blip on the radar of a relapse. Like oh no, he's yeah. doing it again. Oh no, there they go. Yeah, I didn't want to get insensitive towards people with actual like drug addiction problems in yeah, the I'll, past I'll and say it's you. like it's, that. It's your podcast. I'm just yeah. the best. So. Send no, that's your, okay. But that's what it was. It was it was like a relapse into da- yeah. like I was like this game is feeling awful Dave Warnery. And it's not that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dave Warner was stupid or anything like that. It would just always He had be, his moments. Yeah. It would just be why the hell are you doing that? What is the purpose of doing that? Exactly. Because like that most of the time no like Salem, like whenever there's a bad play, it's like, okay, I can like kind of see where that play call came from. Like last year, whenever Warner had like a major hiccup, it was like I don't even know what this guy was trying to get at. Like I don't know what the end game even was, and that's kind of the vibe I got with that Wildcat. Which yeah, um, you know I'm gonna say I, I don't think that was the reason MSU lost on Saturday. How long was that one play? No, but it was, it was the definitely the aneurysm game. moment. The the second one, the first one was uh, Ladarius Jefferson open in the end zone, Cody White open with just a pasture 
of grass in front of him. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I can't get too upset because I thought Lewerke had a pretty solid game. Uh, more than a solid game other than that. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. He, was, he was really sharp. Um, mm-hmm. And then he did that thing that he does where he feels pressure and he rushes and has I can't blame him, though. And, yeah, yeah, like I can't blame him for feeling like that, like always <laughs> feeling like he's got to dance out of a pocket at the half second into his dropbacks. But, yeah, I mean, that, that's that's why, I don't know, I don't want to put too much spotlight on that one play because every quarterback makes mistakes. His just happened to be sure. in probably the biggest part of the game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I thought he played great, got the ball out quick. I mean, there were times where he just threw the ball away when he really could have got himself some danger. So yeah, I, I, I thought he played well overall. Um, yeah, he made some of the best throws that I've seen from him maybe ever. Like two yeah. or three throws were just like, oh, that's a different level of throwing of the football that I've seen from him. Like, yeah, Herb Street did a good job, I think, pointing out like, hey, look at this linebacker. He has to throw this 17-yard seat over and mm-hmm. watch him clear him perfectly with the right amount of touch and power. Like, So uh, he did a good job explaining it. We don't need to get into it a ton, but he made sure. some freaking Sunday throws, yeah. which good for him. That was really nice. And then he follows it up with missing literally the easiest throw of his entire life. <laughs> yep. But it's just, it was, it was, it was that I kind of know. game. Yeah. It was better than a sort of typical Lewerke game, like at least from like a quarterbacking perspective. I know production wise, it didn't all come there, but he made some really good plays. And it's like, I think, um, I forget who tweeted this out, but someone said it is like staggering or disappointing that Michigan State got 10 points with this Brian Lewerke performance. Because, oh, it'll, like, it'll be forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like they should have scored many more points <laughs> given how well the quarterback was playing. Right. Uh, but it was just kind of. A collective failure of his own making. I mean, you can't miss that throw, but the mm-hmm. drops, the pre-snap penalties, the yep. missed blocks, missed assignments, yep. the yep. bungling of you know play calling. Like it just was a collective effort to really thwart the offense. And and when you know what the sick part is, hmm. when they finally get out of their way, mm-hmm. they move the ball easily on mm-hmm. a great Ohio State defense, carve them up for yeah. like chunks of plays at a time and you're like okay here we go yeah we're getting and, we're getting started baby <laughs> yeah and we're kicking a field goal from the 10 oh and we missed the field goal yeah but hit the net though so hit the net hit the net got some glanced on it. off the post no it didn't even glance off the post i don't know about glance off the post yeah yeah so that's it that's just the the thing is and we'll talk about this here in a minute we gotta sure. go to a break but like i think the biggest source of frustration right now is you can see very obviously that the ceiling is so much higher than they're consistently hitting. Like they just keep coming up short of what they're, they're capable of doing. And we'll, we'll talk more about that here in just a minute, Matt, I'm disappointed. I thought I was going to have a a live read for Roman today, but it was yesterday. Oh, snap. Yeah. So I did my, my Roman erectile dysfunction live read yesterday. Okay. Instead of today with you. So that's disappointing. Next week, you have to come on for the Monday show so I can do a Roman read with you here. Sure. But today, Vivid Seats make a memory that lasts a lifetime. Not the Vivid Seats app. Help you get to your favorite live event. Enter promo code KICKOFF100 at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. It's not bad. Okay. So. Let's get happy. Let's put a smile on. Let's put a smile on. Um, what for you has the most been the most frustrating part of these first six games? Oh, it's there's, it, a, lot, it's, it's, there's a lot to choose from. There is, but it's it's just the tendency and almost just the, the open desire 
to take a Glock 9, load it, and point it straight <laughs> at the feet and just go to effing town on, yeah. on all the little piggies on your feet. Yeah. Like, it's 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 insane. Because, like, I, I could deal with a Ohio State blowout. And I, you know, I, I dealt with Saturday okay. But, like, it's just the way that it happened. Like, yeah. two fumbles, drop on third down, missing a wide open guy. Like, it was just, like, mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake. We're like, really? It, it should not have been a three-possession game at halftime. It's the but, biggest game of the year, and they don't even give themselves an honest opportunity to stack up. I know. I know. And, and like, I think they could have. Should they have won that game? No. no. Probably not. Could they have won that game? Eh. Yep. Debatable. But, like, should they have made it close, like, at least in the second half or the fourth quarter? Yeah, probably. Yeah. If you're somewhat of a team that, you know, likes to play, not mistake free, just like limited mistakes, though. Like it was, there was like eight mistakes in the first half that just yeah. put that game. That, it, it was, it was over by halftime. I if mean, they, I'm it, sorry, go on. I'm no, you're not, it was over when Brian Lewerke missed that throw. <laughs> It really, it, like, it, it, uh, yeah, it, it was, but like, <laughs> well, it, it was also really, really, really over too when that interception was dropped right in Ohio State field yeah. range and they just marched down. It's like, Dude, you could have caught you could have fair caught that interception, yeah, but that was tough. Um, uh, they if they would have played a north like how they played against Northwestern, mm-hmm. they probably lose that game. But it's a ten point game. It's a seven point game. It's great, you know great teams cover. So, Ohio yeah. State's making a, a big time play at the end to to pull it out. Yeah, but they played like they played against Arizona State, mm-hmm. and that's just like man, is that frustrating? Like it used to be so consistent you could rely on like two things michigan state is going to have less talent than ohio state michigan and penn state yeah michigan state is going to play up to ohio state michigan yeah, and penn just state just sound football yeah and, and stick around for the fourth quarter and then try to snake bite them at the very end yeah. but that was and sometimes they would gone. just bludgeon them <laughs> but yeah it just feels like the last few years and matt hepner um and i were we're going back and forth a little bit on this and he did point out you know they've beaten penn state twice in the last two years, and they beat Michigan two years ago. Mm-hmm. But, like, maybe it's it's tough because twice at the shoe you get wrecked. Um, and that's not, you know, the even the 2014 team that didn't win the Big Ten that lost it because they lost to Ohio State lost a really good competitive game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And it just, like, feels like in recent years they haven't been playing as well. They were terrible against Michigan last year. They were terrible against Ohio State last year. They were terrible against Ohio State two years ago, um, right? And, you know, and they do. Yeah, they have Penn State's number right now, which which throws a wrench into thing. And it's not like they're a disaster show in big games. Mm-hmm. They just went from being so steady and rock solid to being it's a 50-50, 60-40 proposition. What type of Michigan State performance you're gonna get? And that never was the case it was like 90 10 you're getting good michigan state yeah now it's closer to 50 50 and it's only going down too yeah it, it's it's really the trajectory isn't promising although they could i could we'll talk about this that's mm-hmm. how we're gonna end the show like i could easily see them going to wisconsin and winning oh i've fully talked myself into this but yeah we <laughs> like, we, we, we can save that for later like just because i am so delusional and yeah i'm yeah. chugging the kool-aid but yeah wisconsin's better than them um they match mm-hmm. up really well with wisconsin coming wisconsin off a bye doesn't... week essentially i mean yeah. kent state no disrespect to them but yeah, yeah a lot of disrespect to them um yeah yeah wisconsin doesn't n- n- threaten the back end of the defense nearly 
even remotely even close to what Ohio State does. Like you can Correct. put 37 people in the box and Wisconsin's still not going to throw the ball on you. Yeah. Like so there's just there's promise there. Um yeah. it might be 17-14, it might be a horrible game, but there's promise there. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's just it's something's missing. Some the the big game stuff. I think Nick Baumgartner wrote about this for the Athletic. Um something's just sort of missing in these big moments, you know. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Like, obviously, the the defense has always been a staple, keeping games close. I mean, they had three quarters of a good game. Um, but yeah, I think it comes down to like, just there's no. Well, okay, it, it's two things. One, I, I think like they miss guys like Felton Davis or playmakers like that that can go out and get you something whenever. Like Connor Cook, Aaron Burbridge back in the day. Like on third down, you could always count on them. Like Daryl Stewart is good, but he did have a few drops. But yeah, for the most part, he is a good playmaker. But he needs someone else, and it's not going to be Eli Collins, especially with that offensive line, which is the second reason why. And this isn't like a hot take. I think everyone knows this by now, that the offensive line for, I think, the third or fourth season in a row has been a liability and has been the reason why MSU can't get anything going in these big games on offense. It's like you, you can't open up gaps for Collins to get more than two yards per carry. And I know that everyone's saying, like, oh, we're too conservative on offense. Like, that's their only option when Lewerke has a second to throw the ball. You can't be drawn up, like, 20-yard post routes. I mean, he, he would be getting buried into the ground by Chase Young by the time Cody White even breaks for the post. So, yeah, I, I think most of it's the offensive line, and, yeah, we are, like, missing that playmaker besides Daryl Stewart. I think so. the offensive line, is, since Jack Conklin and mm-hmm. Brian Allen <laughs> pretty much, has been, like, the the – the really good players that they've moved through there has been sort of few and far between. There's been a lot of sort of yeah. replacement level Big Ten players. And honestly, definitely. I mean, the line this year is there's a couple guys on the line that are good, and then there's people playing out of position, and then there's people that shouldn't be starting for right. a top tier Big Ten team. And weirdly, so the second half was a disaster, mm-hmm. but like Eli Collins and Brian Lewerke both went for, if you take out sacks, um, like 5.25 yards per carry, gotcha. um, 20 carries. I think like there were holes and they ran it. Okay. They just were down 17 and then 24 and had to abandon the run game. Eli got like two carries in the second half. Right, now yeah. Ladarius Jefferson had a carry. Anthony Williams had a few carries that really didn't go anywhere. So you got to factor in those, those two, but like the zone read game was working and it's not because the line is like road grading people. They're not, it's just schematically that sort of type if you spread a team out and run zone read at them, you can make hay if you have a good back and a good running quarterback, which Michigan State does. You just find mm-hmm. the crease and you go. And yeah. so the running game can be okay. It can be uh, effective. But like once Michigan State was down and Ohio State was like, they're passing it every play now, um, that's when you really saw like, uh-oh. <laughs> right. Duck. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, get your head on a swivel, kid. Yeah, and we'll, I mean, we'll see that that's a really good front they played against. Ohio State's really good, and they're facing another yeah, totally. one this week in Wisconsin. So right. we'll see. I think they're just an okay line, and I think the scheme and the skill players around them kind of help prop them up a bit. If they were a good line, like this is a top 15 offense in the country, top 20 offense in the country, if it was a good line, mm-hmm. they got everything else that's either – you know, whatever top 80 percentile starter quality in the conference. Yeah. And it, and it can't be stated enough how much it absolutely completely sucks to have Kevin Jarvis miss this pocket of games here. Like that's yeah. Like I know I'm stating the obvious, but man, like we are really, really going to see it here. I mean, we and just like, saw it last week and yeah, like that's the thing. Like I, I can't, I mean, I thought Higby 
was fine, has been fine. Yeah, he ha- yeah. He hasn't been good, and he's going to get turnstiled because you know what? He's the fourth string left tackle going against yeah. the absolute best football player in college football. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> like, yeah. What yeah. the hell? And that's just, you know, that comes down to different things, recruiting and stuff like that. Like Michigan mm-hmm. State has bookend tackles right now that aren't up to the quality of a, a top 10, top 15, top 20 team. Like they're just, it's Not like quite. a middling power five team uh, of tackles. And one of it is because there's just no one else there. And one is because you're on their number four tackle on the other side. So right, it's just, yeah, that that's the line hasn't been developed properly compared to how it was. I don't know what happened because nothing changed. I, like, yeah. Right. Like they took a freaking walk on and turned him into a top 10 pick. Right. And now we can't take a four star player and make him a, a three year starter at guard yep it's just and it's i don't you know it's tough to explain um very so yeah the the line's certainly been there for me i was gonna say we didn't do a much of a, a pulse of the program here um i want to do something real quick all right to start the next segment and then we'll do something fun to end it okay hey all right there we go so we'll do that we'll take a quick quick break and then right. we'll do something sad and then something fun okay <laughs> All right, so Michigan State, I did. I, I ran some numbers, Matt. I want to throw some stuff at you, okay? Nice. All right. So you know what SP Plus is, right? Yeah, I get the gist. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, you know, it's an efficiency. <laughs> it's smart numbers. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's advanced numbers that kind of rank teams based on actual play on the field as opposed to, you know, other Results. stuff. Like an AP voter, yeah. Results is a good way to like. Yeah. Oh, you won. You move up three. You you lost. You mm-hmm. moved. Like, it's not. Yep. It's just oh, kind of blue blood. You're staying right where you are. Yep. Yeah. It's 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 how good your team actually is. It's a good forward looking predictive measure. So, mm-hmm. um, what I did is I looked at Michigan State's average uh, SP plus ranking and their corresponding records from 2010 to 2015. So kind of the glory six years, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then I did the same thing for 17 to 19, the last three years. Um, because I saw, I think Graham Couch, yeah, it was Graham Couch, wrote a column that just, you know, Michigan State just doesn't have the guys to compete with Ohio State anymore. They got to the mountaintop, and now they just don't have the ability to compete at that level anymore. And I saw actually Mike Filani was talking today that there's just the talent isn't what it was or whatever. Yeah. And just um, factually, it's not all that true. Um, so the, uh, the SP plus rating for the last three years Average has been 23.67. And then for the, the nice glory year stretch, the SP plus rating was 20 on right. average. So they were the 20th best team on average. Now they're the 23rd and a half best team on average over the last few years. So they've gotten a little bit worse in terms of actual football quality, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the, the glory year stretch, they won 80% of their games. They were 65 and 16, 80% of their games. The last three years, including this year, obviously, they're 21 and 11. So I threw out 2016. Just kind of threw it out because it's an anomaly. That's nice of you. Yeah. Well, compared to every other freaking team they've ever put on the field, it just right. doesn't belong. <laughs> yeah, right. And I wanted to make a point. So, um, yeah, they went 21 and 11, which is a 65 win percentage. So mm-hmm. basically, um, they're 85% of the team they were. Like in terms of quality, so just a little drop off in quality. Yeah. Yet they've dropped off in win percentage by like thirty percent. Excellent. So like, whereas the point of all these numbers is, Michigan State 
and its fans got used to having good teams that overachieved into becoming great teams, and now they have good teams that slightly underachieve to still be good teams, but just not, you know, not awesome. Like yeah. winning 10 games, winning, they'll win like eight or nine games this year. Right. They won seven last year. Like you, that's kind of what that range is. So they're just kind of achieving normal after years of overachieving. And I think that is the biggest source of all the frustration is yeah, the water found its level, so to speak. Yeah, and that, that whole, like, finding diamonds in the rough thing, like, you know, Le'Veon Bell being a two-star, Kirk Cousins, you know, the, the, the hits, you know, the things that we always talk about when it yeah. comes to, like, recruiting, like, we're all finding out that it's not incredibly sustainable to do that <laughs> and stay at a remarkably high level of football. No. And I don't know if there's an answer, like, I, yeah, oh, you should recruit better, like, I... <laughs> You recruit better against Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State, and that's just the teams in the Big Ten East. That's not including like teams that are rising up, like Kentucky, Kentucky. or even Cincinnati. I mean, God, Purdue snagged a few guys. Mm-hmm. Like Indiana's it's, like, picking up. It's just team. not easy to just say recruit better. Like it's not like D'Antonio is bringing a bag man with him on these trips. He should. Well, he, yeah, he probably should. So, <laughs> well, the, but, like the the thing is, like the recruiting class, like is always like thirtieth, right? Yeah, right. It's right. fine. Twenty fifth. Well, yeah, this year is alarming. Yeah. Yeah, this year is certainly alarming. But like say that just averages thirtieth and they're mm-hmm. finishing with the twentieth best team, like that's not that huge of a stretch to go from the thirtieth best recruiting class to mm-hmm. the twentieth best team. Right. It's really hard to go from the thirtieth ranked recruiting class to the twentieth best team to the fifth best results. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. they're just sort of they're 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 playing to their recruiting abilities now they're playing at an appropriate level and that's an eight, nine win average over a long sample, which is fine, but it's not fine when the first set of (laughs) this happening, you overachieved like four out of five years and went to the playoff and won the Rose bowl. Like, yeah, it's just the, the water found its level. It's impossible to meet that standard. Not impossible, but like what Michigan state did from 13 to 15 was a little bit of an anomaly statistically just kind of, it is great credit to D'Antonio. Yeah, totally. He was a top five coach in the country. Then now he's what, like the 17th best coach in the country. Still really good. Still someone who you'd want pretty much anywhere, but you're not going to consistently compete uh, among the top five programs with that. I I, I think, I think what stings a little bit though is like that two years ago that was a ten win team and like sure yeah like were, were some wins um, I'm sorry so some losses like the, that Ohio State loss like a, a pretty big blowout yeah it was so like that kind of tells you the the talent difference between the two teams then but still like ten wins it was a pretty young team you'd think that in one or two years after that they would be able to compete for a Big Ten title so yeah. that's but, that, I, that's that's what stings about it is that you know well that, we, we yeah. thought that they could uh, rec- replicate that get up to nine ten wins and be uh, competitors for Indy but you, well, we know what's going on yeah. Connor Connor Cook took all of Brian Lewerke's good luck honestly <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what happened here. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like the, the 10 win team, they were 23rd in SP plus this year's team is 18th right now. Like this team is better than them. Um, statistically, at least they're better at playing football. They just aren't turning it into results like that team did. So that, that, that doesn't make me smile, but it makes me smirk a little bit. No, it's just, it's, it's not meant to make you smile. It's meant to make you be like, well, meant to make me say, Hmm. They are, they honestly, right now for what it is, is like, they are what they are. Like they are what they should be instead of being something that they shouldn't be. 
Yeah. They swung and punched up for five years, and now they're just punching normal. (laughs) And that's... Yeah. Yeah, it's disappointing because we had the years of punching up. Yeah, and the one one time we did get, like, a decent recruiting class, uh, half of them got wiped out. So, yeah, that's that's our one hiatus of doing the whole recruit better uh, strategy. And that's... that it just blew up in our face. Yeah. And it's bad bad luck. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, very... Wrong group of friends. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about something fun for the last couple of minutes. Yeah. Hey, let's do it, man. They can beat Wisconsin, Matt. Well, I I'm all in. The now what scares me is a uh, it's Wisconsin. Uh, they they do look good, and b like back to back road games. Yeah. Kind of got beat down last week. Wisconsin is a team that can beat you down. I just fear it being a close game in the fourth quarter, and then like Wisconsin just turning those like three four yard runs into like ten yard runs, and just. But hey, nope, nope, nope. We're having fun now. We are beating Wisconsin. Whether everyone likes it or not, we are doing it. We are doing it. We are beating Wisconsin. We are doing it. Um, I'm all in, baby. <laughs> so here's the thing about Wisconsin. Yeah, talk about it. They have a tremendous running game. Oh, yeah. Um, they have a tremendous offensive line, a tremendous running back. Oh, yeah. They have, oh yeah, they have a a, a baby mm-hmm. at quarterback. Yeah, they has he thrown a ball past four yards all year or I or don't no? No. Okay, got it. Well, that's good. Uh, like he's a, he's technically he's a junior, but mm-hmm. he's he's he doesn't he's not asked to do much. I would yeah. say he hasn't like been asked the epitome to do of a much. game manager, right? Like, yeah, that, that's truly like the, the prototype of a game manager. I, I honestly don't think he's made a throw this season mm-hmm. with stakes attached to it because they're he, up 35 nothing on Michigan in a true. heartbeat and they've blown everyone else out. Yeah, he is totally going to throw for like 450 now <laughs> on, on Saturday. <laughs> Just dimes to, to Cephas the, the entire game. Cephas <laughs> is a good player. Um, but like, I don't know. Like, he, he wasn't good against Northwestern. Mm hmm. And that was their closest game, their only game where there were some plays of consequence. And I think, I don't think Michigan State forgot how to stop the run. I think mm-hmm. they ran into a team with A, a really good line, B, yeah. a really good back, C, a really good running a, quarterback. A five-dimensional offense. Yeah. yeah. Right. And D, a scheme that makes it really hard to stop the run. Yeah. When they kind of a perfect storm and like they didn't play well um Mm -hmm. per se um but i think at moments like that second touchdown the dobbins touchdown like joe bocce filled the wrong hole on on a on a zone play an inside zone play that has happened one time ever in his career and it was that play just happened to go game busters yep so like i don't know And, and some of that is just you know fatigue whatever you're playing a really good team you got knocked in your butt to play before Mm-hmm. I don't fear the traditional pro style running attack of Wisconsin as much because I think Michigan State can sort of line up with them and like you want to do three yards in a cloud of dust, let's do it. Um, and I think they can kind of just fight, rock fight with them for a while. And, and Wisconsin will get their their yards, mm-hmm. but they're not going to get thirty five points on four rushing touchdowns type thing. Yeah, like Jack Cohn's gonna have to make some plays, and he hasn't done that yet. 
And I like hearing that. Yeah. But the, now what also worries me, and I know I'm cutting against the grain of we're supposed to be fun right now, but can the offense <laughs> stay on the field long enough to like not have our defense playing 55 minutes by the time the fourth quarter yeah. rolls around? Can the offense not, uh, or can the offense line up correctly seven weeks into the season? Couldn't do it in week six. Can they line no. up correctly in the seventh week? Stay tuned. Hey, you know what happened though for the first time last game? We won a coin toss. We did win the coin toss. We yeah, that's the, the thing. I mean, I... I I think honestly, Michigan State can move the ball on pretty much mm-hmm. anyone. We saw them move the ball when they weren't taking a Glock nine, filling it with bullets, and turning yeah. their foot into Swiss cheese. <laughs> they were able to move the ball pretty well on Ohio State. Eli Collins, Lewerke, both had good yards per carries. Mm-hmm. Guys were getting open, but like drop passes, and it, we we've gone over the things that went wrong. Yeah. Like, if they play a semi-clean game on offense, they'll get into the 20s on Wisconsin. Yeah. But I just don't have all the confidence in the world that they will. That's I think, the thing. Yeah. It's like we, we are teetering <laughs> on that, like, just straight being just becoming the team. Like, it's part of the team now. Like, I, I feel like we are one game away from it being like, okay, well, that, that's just part of our DNA now. Yeah. Right? I, oh, I, I, I'm kind of already there. Like, I think I'm just like... So I'm, you know I'm in denial, so I'm, yeah. I'm stupid. So <laughs> I'll give them one more game. <laughs> they're going to make some plays. Daryl Stewart's going to have some big catches, big plays. The work here will make some big throws. Eli will have yeah. some nice runs. Um, but you just got to factor in at some point. There's going to be a breakdown in communication. Someone's going to miss a block. There's going to be a bad throw. Like, it's just going to happen. Like, that. that's where I'm at with this offense. Uh, miss field goal, too. And, and, that, and, that's, and yeah. that's your bingo. That's, Honestly, that's what you get. I'm, I'm good not kicking anymore. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, unless it's like fourth and like sixteen, I think is a threshold where you start thinking about it. Yeah, but keep yeah. keep pumping Coglin up. Like you're next, baby. I got confidence in you. We're yeah, we got you. But we're saving your life for the fourth time. quarter, bud. No, nope, we're saving time. your life for next time. <laughs> saving your life for the fourth overtime. That's that's what we're yeah. doing, bud. That's right. <laughs> keep yeah, pumping that's him up. that's a tough one too. That you can't account for that at the beginning of the season like if Matt Coglin was just regular Matt Coglin like, I know they're, they're five and one everyone's fine like oh that sucks but you know what yeah we can still go 10 and two and that's a good year ever <laughs> like if your steady kicker was just a steady kicker but he's yeah not. no and I was like so fine at him even through all the misses like I, I walked into Saturday's game like oh he's fine he's fine and right when he missed that 28 yarder I was like yeah. oh, I screw it all we're, we're done he, it, he can't kick anymore like, it, yeah it might I'm be. an idiot it's, it's tough to get it back when you lose it. He uh, might be. I'm. I'm it sure sucks. Is. It sucks for him and the backup kickers in high school. That seems to be a problem. It seems to be a problem. So seems to be a problem. All right. I I do I do truly think they they can win it in Wisconsin. I know. Oh, same. I know confidence is low. Like uh-huh. they're only ten point dogs, and a bunch of really smart people jumped on them immediately. Perfect. Um. So yeah, I think they can they can keep it close. And honestly, like seventeen fourteen, I think is in the cards. Either way, Wisconsin or Michigan State win. Like we could really see a, a good old fashioned Big Ten rock fight in this sucker. Oh, love it, good. I, I need that in my life. <laughs> this Iowa Michigan Redux. God, that was the worst game <laughs> I've ever seen, but it was so good. Yeah, I I, I missed uh, pretty much all of it, which oh, I was so pretty terrible. pretty happy. <laughs> I said it was the matchup between the two worst design offenses in the Big Ten, and somebody, a Michigan fan, mm-hmm. responded to me. This is Rich coming from a Michigan State fan, and I asked him to recite to me what formations Michigan State uses, what personnel grouping they line up in. <laughs> Name me just a few plays from Michigan State's playbook that they run. What type of blocking do they do? Um, 
I asked him, can you do that? And he's then he went to, well, your team's full of rapists and your coach is a convict. Like, okay. Uh, yep, that's, 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 that's on three Twitter for you. There okay, it is. that's a great yep. conversation. Thanks, buddy. So Go play in the hits again. And then he called me um, the P word. So I was like, okay, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to okay. end this conversation. Per- personal guru? Is that? Personal. Is that what... Person of interest. I was like, you know what? I'm not oh. a POI. Mm, okay. Yeah. So. Um, that just, was a, just another lap in the car for uh, for Twitter then. All right, good. No. <laughs> um, what you missed from that Iowa game? Iowa ran a far hash fade on third and goal from the four. Oh God, so, yeah. It's like oh yeah. Oh God, of, yeah. Oh, that's, that's what you want Nate Stanley throwing right there. <laughs> that's brilliant. Nate Stanley on third and goal throwing all the way back oh, across yeah. the field. That's just bread and butter. Out. Yeah. That shockingly landed two yards out of bounds. Excellent. Wow, they, yeah. Yeah, they also <laughs> ran a, they ran a halfback dive on third and sixteen from midfield. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Yep. Michigan ran the Wildcat, which Yeah. We know it, it, we, we it's, do it's all the that. rage. Yeah. Yeah. And then um I forget what else Michigan did. Michigan did something really dumb too. That was like just a really like why would you ever even run that play that makes no sense type thing. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was just like, I'm not taking any arguments on this. This is two stupid teams <laughs> playing offense. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, all well, right. I'm excited that's for gonna, Saturday. That's, uh, that, that'll do it for our show, Matt. Thanks so yeah. much for uh, for taking the time and joining us here. Yeah, always a good time. Are you feeling good? Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm feeling too good. Like, alarmingly good. <laughs> There's no way this will backfire. None. We'll, uh, we'll see. Wisconsin always seems to just be this antidote for Michigan State, too. Yeah. I mean, the Big Ten Championship game, yeah. But I mean, a- Andrew Maxwell beat them on the road in 2012. Yeah, I mean, Andrew let's, Maxwell let's beat talk them about on it. the road in 2012. Let's talk about it. And then the, when Michigan State beat number one Wisconsin on the road, right? Or number 10 Wisconsin? It wasn't number one. It was like number 10 Wisconsin no, on we'll, the road. We'll call it number one. We'll call it number one. It was number one Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, no, it was number one. <laughs> they went on the road and beat a ranked Wisconsin team in 2010. I remember that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they're, 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 they're okay. We're going to be okay. All right, that's, that's the end of the show. We're really long. Um, All right, sorry. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, subscribe wherever you get podcasts. It's the easiest way to get these episodes to your phone every single day. Matt, uh, take us on out of here. Run the Wildcat, baby. Wildcat Woo. for the win. Woo.